0: This is Business Women Australia podcast, featuring industry leaders who bring their wealth of expertise from diverse areas to help you build a successful business. Now, onto the show. And welcome to another episode of Business Women Australia podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, joining me on today's show is Martina Saldi. Now, Martina is a 36-year-old Italian. She is a wife and a working mum of an active four-year-old Leonardo. Now, Martina's native background is Italian, but after more than seven years spent across Tokyo, Sydney, Singapore, she feels like she has many backgrounds. Now, during these years, Martina had the chance to develop an incredible resilience, having to start her career from scratch in two different countries, and she's been able to do that successfully. She has herself 12 years of experience in sales and marketing in APJ, as well as Europe regions, mostly for tech companies such as Microsoft Corporation. Now, she develops data-driven go-to-market strategies to drive revenue growth. Now on today's show, Martina is going to share her personal experience and her insights on what it means to be a working woman in a foreign country. She's going to help us to navigate motherhood as an expat and a working mum, as well as tips for women who are experiencing similar challenges, even if by choice and so much more. So welcome to the show, Martina.
1: Thank you, Anna Maria. It's a pleasure to be here today. Thanks for the introduction. Lovely.
0: <laughs> oh, look, it is wonderful to speak with you today. And as as I said in the introduction, you have had to pick yourself up, move to a different country, start uh, a whole new career. You've done that a number of times. But of course, yeah. not only that, you were also a mom, and so navigating motherhood and having to move, you know, across countries and so forth with a young one as well. So you've got lots. To share in that particular area, I would imagine so, that what you have learned and the insights and the support that you've obviously given yourself—I bet you—you you wish that you had had someone that you could talk to many years ago, who would help you navigate that th- with you through that. Would you agree?
1: Yes, of course, and that's uh, mostly the reason why I'm here, right? So, you know, uh, sometimes for women, it's it's hard to speak about their challenges and when what we went through, uh, you know, sometimes because um, some moments can be hard. Um, so, yes, uh, I think that um, being an expat, uh, the most important thing is to know that you're not alone yeah. in that journey, that there's uh, plenty of uh, women like uh, me. Uh, that, uh, you know, can help you just, uh, you know, feeling that kind of uh, net around you or network around you that uh, can help you really, you you know, into navigate. What helped me really was uh, reading stories from other women. Mm -hmm. Uh, So to keep up my resiliency and continue, you know, working on what I believed was uh, good for me. And so, yes, I'm really keen to, you know, share my personal story uh, to help other women
0: potentially. I hope so. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, one of the things that we'll often do as women is there may be a challenge or there may be something that is getting us down, if, if you will. And we can often then think, I'm the only one that's going through this, or no one understands what I'm going through take us or share with us some of the things that you experienced being a working woman and, and finding yourself in a foreign country. What were some of the challenges that you uh, faced? The reason I ask that is let's, let's open this topic up for conversation. Let's normalise it so that others who may be experiencing it don't feel, well, that must be something that's wrong with me that I can't, you know, negotiate this or can't navigate through this. When actual fact, it's something that that many women who are in a foreign country and working women are finding themselves experiencing. What were some of those things?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, uh, depending on what age you're going away from your country, so you can be very young and that, of course, uh, puts yourself uh, in a very different approach. But when, like uh, like me, you, you decide to take that uh, step uh, later uh, in the years. like So I moved uh, when I was uh, 31. Um, and, uh, the reason why I left my country was because, uh, my husband got a job offer. So I was already working in Italy. Uh, I loved my job. So, but, uh, to me, family kind of comes first. So, and uh, that was always, uh, like a, a desire of mine to, you know, traveling and start, you know, trying to have experience around the world, uh, reality is that, um, uh, when you have your own professional background and you land in a country and basically you know no one and you have no network, uh, it could be challenging. Like sometimes um, you find yourself in interviews and you don't really understand the, uh, the country you're in and what is required uh, in, a certain, in a specific country, what they're looking for. So you don't succeed immediately. So <laughs> of course uh, that could be frustrating. Um, and plus, uh, another challenge uh, is the language barrier. So, for example, uh, the first time I landed in Japan, that was really, really uh, a big challenge. So I had to start studying Japanese uh, straight away. But of course, uh, uh, it's a very difficult language to, like you know, to uh, to learn. So it doesn't really come uh, necessarily straight away. The opportunity. For a job when you have a zero knowledge of a language and uh, this happens also in Australia where I thought yeah I can speak English very easily <laughs> but then uh, when it comes uh, to uh, present yourself in an interview uh, maybe you need to put yourself into study again uh, and uh, when you may be already in the in the workforce uh, for maybe 10 years uh, it could be challenging in a, in a way so uh and these are a few of the things uh, that uh, i think could be very challenging at the beginning another thing is that you have no network and it's not just uh you know uh on a professional point of view but also on a personal point of view uh sometimes uh, you find yourself with no friends <laughs> so you don't really know uh where to look at uh, you know to have that kind of relationship that you really need Uh, So, yes, so these are the the challenges that I think are most uh, important, especially when you are a mom. So when you have a family, so you need to decide, uh, for example, the childcare. So you enter in a completely new system that do not apply to your experience. So, you need to learn a lot, and sometimes you have no guidance there. So, these are the most challenging things, or at least what was challenging for me at the beginning.
0: Yes. And so when, I mean, obviously one of the greatest lessons is we can gain from hindsight and maybe now there are things that you would recommend uh, women who are moving from a different country to a new country. There are some steps maybe to support them in you know navigating through that, obviously getting the support from such someone such as yourself. But if you were to go back to that younger woman who was going to be making these uh, moves and so forth what would be some of the things that you would say to her to help her better prepare uh
1: so yes uh, the first thing I would say is be humble so don't go with uh having like uh, the expectation of knowing everything right because you had your own experience before and what worked for you before, not necessarily will work in a new country. So, very be humble humble and open minded and, and put yourself in a learning journey. So, that's a very, very important thing. And then, uh, don't be ashamed to ask for help. So, uh, help can come in different ways um, depending on what you're looking for. But uh, what I found very helpful for me when I came in Japan, when I arrived in Japan the first time. Was uh, to find uh, uh, those events uh, between expats, uh, for example, uh, both professional and known, uh, and uh, and join them. Go there with an open mind and to find new people and take their own learning, and uh, really sharing that sharing of experience really helped you to understand the country you're in uh, how could possibly be a good experience from another person and how can you know that experience uh good benefit be beneficial for you uh and for your own path in a country so uh for example i remember that uh, i i never identified myself like as the mommy 100 mommy so uh, I was a, a bit resilient sometimes at the beginning to join the group of mommy because I thought, oh, maybe they're gonna speak uh, just about kids uh, and babies. Um, but then I was wrong. I, I, I was really wrong. And, and now that I'm a mommy, I, I, I understand that, uh, that the kind of prejudice that we have sometimes for those uh, people that are not uh, necessarily uh, sharing our specific experience uh, maybe, may lead us in, in, in the wrong path. So maybe join those groups because uh, there is very very a lot of valuable people in every group. So in Japan, for example, um, I was very lucky with my job. I found a job in an Italian institution, but uh, what also helped me was a group of mommies there so that uh, actually i joined this group uh, and uh, was not a group of mommy, but a group of sorry of women
0: yeah.
1: um most of them were um older than me but i found like a uh, very good friends in there and very good insights uh, so like i would say that the different in age uh, do not really care, like is not important uh, for me anymore. At first, uh, you know, um, I thought maybe we have different interests, uh, but reality is that uh, you can learn a lot from a lot of people than you do not expect.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, what I'm really hearing from you is that having a supportive network is so important and as you said one of the greatest lessons you've learned is that it doesn't matter the age groups and in fact I think it's always good to have people from various age groups because there's women who quite a lot older who can share stories you know and insights that we can certainly learn from and of course our peers of the same ages as as well so when you're talking about kind of supporting someone through the lessons and insights that you've learned navigating motherhood as well as a working mum I mean there's obviously those two things that you have to navigate work you're an expat but also a a mum so you've got to juggle that too what were some of the greatest lessons you've learned here?
1: um speaking about myself uh, i i really um was a was a challenge for me at the beginning because i became a mother in japan uh so i was far away from all family <laughs> so uh the first thing for me was really understanding how i should be a mother <laughs> um in a foreigner country where uh you know all the rules that apply, and all the tips I was getting from my family were, you know, different from what I was, for example, hearing from doctors there. <laughs> so, you know, <clears throat> so one thing that uh, was really uh, important for me is, uh, and, and and still working on that, like find my own way to be a mother, right? So, uh, I think that uh, uh, one of the things that uh, you need to really um, learn how to tackle is, uh, you know, to balance uh, what is your cultural background mm-hmm. and what is really could be uh, your way of happiness in a way and uh, balancing life. So for example, I come from Italy where we have uh, this uh, very traditional idea of family and sometimes what we expect from woman, uh, from women is that once they become wives or uh, mothers, they are gonna focus on on the family and the kids, which is of course true, Is it never was the case that I didn't want to, you know, focus on my kid, but at the same time, uh, you know, I really wanted to still continue in my career path. So, but uh, speaking with people uh, with very good intentions, don't get me wrong, that, that love me very much, you know, sometimes the feedback I was and the tips I was getting were like, okay, enjoy family. Uh, you have you 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 should be happy with the you know taking care of your kid. Uh, so if you feel like you wanna work, just find something easy for you. Um, you know, and so you can occupy your days. And of course, uh, I felt frustrated at the beginning, uh, really frustrated because that wasn't what I want to do. Like the way I see my career is doing something I really care about, make an impact. Uh, And didn't really want it, and didn't really feel like I found myself uh, into like, yes, I'm under mommy that I'm taking this job just to occupy my time. Because really my first uh, focus should be only my family and my kid. And uh, the sense of guilt, uh, rises. (laughs) Uh, So I think that uh, and uh, reading speeches from other working mothers, uh, uh, really helped me out there. So I read a lot of articles from very inspiring leaders, uh, women leaders uh, that also experienced that sense of guilt, you know, that uh, sometimes uh, is there. And uh, and it's there because uh, you grew up thinking that you should like completely focus uh, all of your time and your efforts into your kid and your family. Uh, and you feel guilty if you also want to focus on your career or your work.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I guess that uh, let go, that sense of guilt uh, sometimes, uh, and uh, stop judging ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because uh, maybe we are different from a model we grew up with right so i think that is fundamental because uh, i think that uh, and that's why i'm so grateful about having this experience in different countries because we need to open up our minds uh, and you know what is was true for us what was our reality is not like the reality all across the world there are different yes. countries different uh, different realities and what could apply in italy or in japan or in singapore could be different in other places so it's really find your own way there and i think it's also important to stop judging other women at the same
0: time so true (laughs) so true couldn't have said it any, any better than you Martina but one of the things that I wanted to pick up on and so this is so good to talk about you know so often what we try and do as women is we try and placate if that's the right word we try and you know um, so you know yes and, and this my family's telling me this and I'm going to try and do that and inside we kind of know what we want and yeah is it about not giving yourself permission to go you know what they are trying to be helpful that's their eyes and that's what they know to be true but this is best for me would you say uh that sometimes if we're torn between you know two conflicting because you said you know your parents and family were telling you one thing yet you were hearing other things and we become torn if you were to look at what you were thinking, you kind of knew what you wanted to do, but you just, I don't know, you swayed between that. What got you to the point where you said, you know what, I'm going to make the decision that's right for me and the right for my, my child and right for my, for my family? What Did it come quickly or did you find that you had to kind of, um, it developed over time?
1: Um, I think that uh, for me it was natural. Like the real change challenge for me was when I was not getting the the results I wanted. So, you know, I was not succeeding in finding uh, the opportunities I wanted. So sometimes I found myself thinking, oh, maybe all this feedback I'm getting, they are right. You know, I cannot do everything. So I should just accept this." and go on with that. So I, I felt like sometimes the real challenge for me it was, I felt like giving up and uh, and this is why I'm here today also, because I found many women, a lot of friends that just give up because it was very difficult. And uh, you find yourself alone in there because you're not succeeding in finding the job of your dream. And uh, you have all these things to deal with uh, and a lot of, you know, kind of, um, scheme we grew up with uh, and uh, uh, but I think that uh, for me was I, I never stopped trying so that's the key sometimes just accepting sometimes that we are not perfect so we cannot just try in the perfect way yes. as women we usually are perfectionists right so we want to do things at the best whereas sometimes it's not a matter of doing at our best which is not possible because sometimes you're just down <laughs> or just uh, you know feel alone and, uh, instead of hearing those voices that say, ah, oh, maybe you're a little bit depressed or you're like that or that, uh, or you're experiencing that or other people' feedbacks, just, you know, stop judging ourselves and, you know, just continue doing what we can do day by day. So mm-hmm. smaller so step, cool. yeah. smaller so- steps uh, and, uh, and, uh, yes, continuing. And I think for me, having uh, the example of my mother as a working mom uh, that, Uh, more for necessity, let's say, (laughs) but, and uh, and a supportive husband was really key for me.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things I think we so often forget is that when people uh, do share their views, you you know, so often we can uh, take them the wrong way. We can see it almost as a judgmental call. Like when, in the instance of say your mother, she may, so often the people who are sharing uh, you know, the best advice or support that they think will support us. For her, she may have felt that she needed to go to work to support the family. Had she had the choice, she would have loved to stay home with her family. And so sometimes seeing and appreciating the context of where they're coming from, the context of her life and what happened to her growing up, we were able to see what they're sharing with us and their advice through a different lens. We don't take it as such a negative, if you will, like a judgmental thing, but rather that was true for my mum or my auntie or whoever. Uh, And so sometimes, you know, just doing that, seeing it through their lens of of what they're seeing, can make the situation far more different, can't it?
1: Yes, certainly. And uh, another thing I think uh, that is important when you're an expert um, is that uh, sometimes uh, you're living a very specific situation that none of your family lived before uh, you know because uh, you're in a foreigner country so for example sometimes uh, the challenge is uh, to 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 lend the message you know of what you're feeling and what you're living in that moment right whereas uh, for some people and friends uh, you're just living the dream you know you're You went uh, in a foreigner country you made it uh, you you're married you have a family and uh, you should be grateful for that and that's it right and it's so true (laughs) you are but at the same time it could be challenging sometimes uh, it's very difficult to you know feeling connected uh, to the people you love uh, or or the people you used to be connected with uh, because uh, our uh, situation is, uh, is uh, so specific. So that's why I'm saying it's very important to find other people that live what you're living in the moment and maybe join group of experts, uh, because uh, they are all living that. Yeah. They're all living that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so true. And it's 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 easy for us to give advice to someone and yet not know the circumstances that they're in. And there there are just some things, you know, and this is my daughter, and I shared this in one of the other episodes, my daughter will often say to me, uh, Mum, I'm just sharing this. I do not re- expect you to give me any advice. I'm not looking for advice. I just need to share what's going on. And she said, you know, I feel much better now. And sometimes that's all it is, isn't it? And maybe sometimes it's preempting from your to your family. I don't need any advice, so please do not get into you know problem solving mode. I just need to share what happened today. That's all. I just need yes. an, an ear, and that yes. can be. Be fine, and ultimately, you mean your family wants the best for you, don't they? And often we do of that. That we try and jump in and give solutions and ideas and things of to course. them, but they may not necessarily be helpful. What would you say if someone is listening today, or maybe even the recording, uh, Martina? Where do we start to look for some of these expat communities? Where are some of the mo- more common areas that we can find them? Did you look online? Uh, yeah what, yes. what social
1: social networks are definitely like a good uh, a good tool uh, there are uh, usually groups uh, of mothers or expats uh, or women or just a uh, specific uh, groups around like some of the passion for example i like to play beach volley <laughs> yeah. so you find groups uh, even of something that you like so uh, social networks are like really important uh, so that really work for me but also like institutions like sometimes uh, institutions uh, organize uh, uh, events uh, networking events for expats, so the embassy or other kind of institutions. Like uh, if you just uh, go online and look for what's, what's in there, you really mm-hmm. find like these, these groups and these events are really helpful.
0: Yeah, and if we can't find one, maybe that's a good opportunity to start one and then exactly. put it you know, out on social media and saying, um, do you know if there's any women that are from, you know, this country that would like to gather together? And now, of course, we've got some wonderful tools that if we're not able to travel or, uh, you know, we can certainly meet and connect online too. But that can make a huge difference, can't it, just to be able to have a chat to someone maybe in your own Language. At the
1: beginning. Yeah, at the beginning, uh, of course. Then, uh, you know, not always uh, you end up uh, finding the right people there. You know, it takes year and uh, we always laugh with my husband because we kind of uh, set uh, this average time of two years <laughs> before you find your own people. Right. And then could happen uh, in different places uh, like my best friends now comes from like uh the the other mummies from the childcare, and they're not Italian at all <laughs> so yeah. um you know but uh, uh, at the beginning uh, that is very important yeah. when when uh, when you find yourself that you know no one so that's yeah. the start of your journey
0: yeah when you look back to when you first moved I think you said that you, the first move was from um, Italy to Tokyo to Japan
1: uh, we transit business? some months in Singapore
0: and oh, then business, uh, right yes, yeah. and then does it get know? easier each move or does each each country have its own set of challenges?
1: Yes, I would say that because yeah. it depends also from the person you are right. That for me, having my social network is so important. So. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's easier because every time you have to build on and find your own people. (laughs) So it takes time. It takes time every time. So, But of course, uh, uh, on a personal way, you become more resilient and you start to understand really that it's not depending on you. It's, it's just reality, so it takes time. So you kind of develop that uh, patience and resiliency in not taking like the unsuccess uh, uh, or the um, you know the, the challenges that you you're facing as a result of yourself, but rather uh, you know a, a reality for people that move and yeah. uh, and that's it right so it's sometimes not depends on us and uh most of the time is not because uh on who we are <laughs> on yeah. why we are not getting there faster it's just because uh it's it's the experience itself so i think that what i take from my experience is that um, you know I'm, I'm i really feel sometimes uh, mm, i feel like I, I'm less explosive than before. I used to be very explosive as a person. Maybe I'm a little bit less of that, but definitely stronger inside.
0: Yeah, in beautiful. So, yeah, and I think as you as you uh, mature in age, um, yeah, you, you develop. And then there's certain things that you think, the younger me may have um, responded and reacted that way but you know I'm a little bit more mellow now because you've a lot more experiences that help you navigate through that so if someone's listening today or watching I know that they've gained a lot of insights, supportive helpful and I think sometimes just hearing someone else share their story and their journey we realize oh thank goodness I'm not just the only one who's experiencing that and there are ways and supportive networks that can can help what are some ways that people connect with you if they want to reach out martina and uh, say hello what is the best way for them to do that
1: um linkedin and uh of course uh you can find me easily on there i i, yeah. I always look at that so there's also my contacts in the business woman australia website and uh and yes the last thing i want to say it's important to always be ourselves. Like, uh, you know, if there is something that uh, we need to continue doing, no matter the country we are in, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there is one truth, who we are. (laughs) We may not be perfect, but if we are like stick on who we are and uh, we may find the right people. So that's very important because sometimes as women, I found my, I found like we try to be what we uh, we think uh, that people or companies expect us to be, whereas uh, you just end up in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's important to to be yourself and stick on who you are. So that gives you the feeling of not wasting your time in doing something that is not worth for you so that's
0: important yeah wise wise words to to finish this interview well thanks once again for sharing your insights and your journey and um we're so fortunate to have you now here in our country and uh, (laughs) being able to share that so you know if you'd like to to connect with martina businesswomenaustralia.com.au is the website that you can go to find out if you're not yet a member and you're thinking who is and what is businesswomenaustralia please go and and uh, check out that website, and then there's an area there where there's uh, membership opportunities. So please go ahead and check that out. Once again, thank you so much, Martina, for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me. Bye.